What's up, y'all? Can listening make you a better parent, a better leader, a better person maybe? Or maybe get you fit through some of these fitness motivational programs. Um, you can achieve all of the above by joining Audible. You can go right now to audible.com slash FWD, which stands for Fun With Numb, or text FWD to 500-500, and you can get a 30-day free trial right now. And as an exclusive member of Audible, you'll get three books, three titles every month, one audiobook and two Audible originals that you can't get anywhere else. I'm listening right now to a book called Sapiens, and it's helping me get through the day because I, I do a lot of meetings throughout the day. I'm driving across town. I just put the book on. And it's it's helped me kind of get through the book way faster. And just if you're a big fan of like, you know, podcasts, this is the perfect thing for you. Um, I've, I'm just, just I'm kind of running through these titles, really. So make sure you check out audible.com slash FWD or text FWD to 500-500-500-500 for your 30-day free trial right now. Yo, what's good? We're here on another episode of Fun With Dumb. Uh, today, I got a guest. You know, I've actually, a lot of people don't know, but uh, I've, I've been on certain shows with this guy back in the day when I was coming up as a, as a young uh, person in the, the Asian circuit. The Asian American, early LA, early LA Asian American circuit. You know, he was already like killing it, and I was like doing these talent shows, trying to win like two hundred fifty dollars and shit. Bro, I wasn't coming. <laughs> like, I was, I was faking it to make yeah. it, bro. I was trying to win a scholarship and shit. Like, That's great. Are yeah. you talking about collaboration? Yeah, collaboration. Oh, those were great shows. Yeah, man. yeah. PK, like, I would, I feel like PK hit you up a lot to mm-hmm. like as a favor, like, yo, do you mind just like headlining this like mm-hmm. last minute or something? Oh, I loved him, man. Yeah. PK. You know what I loved about PK is I had no idea his name was Paul Kim. Right, right, right. I always thought he was PK, and I yeah. thought PK was short for Preacher's Kid. Yeah, yeah. That That is, I think, that's his thing, too. Yeah. People say, that people say PK for Pastor's Kid or Preacher's yeah. Kid. Yeah. Because I always knew him as PK, PK. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, Paul Kim. And then I was like, you know how something's so obvious? You're like, oh, I'm fucking so stupid yeah, right, right now. People don't never question that when they shorten the names, like JP or whatever. Yeah. Like, until, like, way later. You're exactly. like, what did that ever stand for? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, but I'm over, Joe Pierre. I'm over here with the guest Joe Joe Coy, yes. who's an amazing comedian. Um, I actually haven't seen you in a while too since like um, I mean all the specials and stuff. So thanks. Yeah, man. How are you doing? It's good, man. I'm chopping up uh, my fourth special now. I just got back from New York, and we cut it up. We cut up uh, just editing and stuff. My, my, the one that's about to drop in a- in April, man. I, I sit in that editing bay. I, I know you do it too. Yeah, yeah. You you sit. Well, like when them, I do, right? I do music videos or whatever, and yeah, I have to get the right edit. But whatever it is that you do, you put your hand in it, right? Yeah, of course, hundred percent. See, I don't yeah. understand that because yeah. I have friends that that leave it up to the editor, and I'm like, oh yeah, nah, that makes nah. no sense. Right, right, right. Yeah. That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, I flew to New York because they were like, oh, you flew to New York to sit in the editing bay? Like, Fuck yeah, I did. <laughs> right, That's right. my work. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not going to let some dude that doesn't even know stand-up cut my shit up. What, what, what is what? the editing process like for Bro, comedy, it took actually. me two and a half hours just to get my walk out right. <laughs> oh, shit. I had nine cameras to choose from. You think Jesus. I'm just going to do a generic walkout? I'm using every fucking wow. camera, bro. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I was I was curious about. I that. want the people to see what I saw that night. Right? Is it also like the cut, like the edits of like the audience? You know, the members, like bro. I got it on my people, phone right now. I can show people you. laughing, like. Well, like, yeah, yeah. You want? I don't like the way this guy laughed at this joke. Like, let me switch. Fuck it over yeah, to- <laughs> I did that. I did that one time. I I I, I pulled in tight because there was a ch- the whole the whole front row, first two rows doubled over. Right, they both they all doubled over, but then there's that one bitch that didn't even laugh. Like, bitch, <laughs> who are you, bitch? Right, right, right. Why are you here? I, I do wonder. You know, sometimes. there's a camera right behind me, right. bitch. I'm like, why did they cut to this dude with his arms crossed? Yeah, like, that's like, bad editing. That's yeah, why you yeah. got to sit in there. Right. That's why you sit in there. Yeah, for sure. If you don't appreciate your work, man, then 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 you shouldn't be doing it. That's, that's part the, of the, that's the most important part of doing this. Whole I thing. think that's the grind of coming up independent too. You, you've already kind of wore all the hats before yeah. too. So when you get to the you know level of success, you're like, you kind of know what is the level of standard that you expect for your brand or whatever. You yes, know what I mean, I'm exactly. like the same way. I do a little bit of everything. I've co-directed every music video I've ever made. I love that. I love that you yeah. said that you co-direct because co-direct is actually directing. 
You know what I mean? Like there's the director who knows all the technical aspects, exactly. like the hiring of yeah. the producer and getting the right cameras and getting the right, the right body together. That's yeah. what the director actually really does. Yes, right. he does have a vision, but the co-director is like, motherfucker, that sunlight needs to be right there. That dancer needs to be right there and we right. need a full shot, please. Yeah, yeah. And he can do that for you. Right, right, right. So like I I, I appreciate that that you do that too because I do the same thing. Like I'm not a director. Right. Like if you were to ask me to direct, I... I could get you a director, right. you know what I mean? But I will make it look good. Yeah, I'm like, I'm kind of, you know, it's like I know exactly what I want. I don't know how to get it sometimes, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? That's the direct, like. Leave that to him. Yeah, they'll get the lenses and the yes. lighting and all this yes. shit. I'm like, I'm just like kind of the dick, like, no, no, I know what I want, but I know this isn't that's it. That's not <laughs> that's it. That's not it. I said satin. <laughs> Yeah. That's the cool thing about the co-director, though. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have the vision, and then he has to take the fucking. Yeah, heat. you know what you like. You know what you don't. Yeah, you know. How was your holidays? Actually, it was amazing. It was my first time ever not performing on New Year's Eve, and uh, and Christmas. Okay. Which is it's crazy because you know, you know how it is. Us taking a day off is us saying no to money. Right, right, right. And that's a hard thing to do. And those are big days. People big book days. book for um, yes. comedians, especially right. Yes. Yeah. Especially New Year's Eve. Right. I, I was doing it, you know, at at same spot for almost six years, and then, you know, and and then finally I was just like, I, it's not about the money this year. My son's fifteen, and I want right. to enjoy his fifteenth year. I feel you, because when he turns sixteen, he's gonna have a car. Yeah, and I'm not gonna see him as much. He's yeah, not gonna yeah, rely yeah. on dad to drive him anymore. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't already. He's already Ubering. Fuck him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Fuck him. He was late for school and he caught Uber from IHOP. I got I, I will hilarious. show you. I will show you the text right now. I'm not making this up. That I'm not is trying a funny to be funny. Scenario, this motherfucker class and you this, Uber to school, bro. This motherfucker. Here's the thing. He's not allowed to have the app because yeah. I took the app away from him. I was like, yeah. you're not allowed to have the app. You're not even supposed to be an Uber. Right. So he calls his aunt. He knows. He knows how to get around it. So he right, calls right, his right. aunt. So then my my sister just texted me. I'll show it to you. Literally, this is while I'm walking up here to right. talk to you. And she's like, "Is Joe in school? <laughs> I just got this from his school, and they're wondering where he's at." And then and then another text comes, and she's like, "He just asked for an Uber from IHOP." I'm like, "This <laughs> motherfucker." The funny thing went is, to IHOP. That sounds like some like new young shit, but yes. really like it, it kind of makes sense. Like a kid being late for school and Ubering to class. Yes. It's not like far fetched. You know you, what I mean? You know what it is, man? It's it's uh, irresponsible, responsible. Yeah, because we were just irresponsible. Right, 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 right. We, we didn't have Uber, so when we were late, it was a commitment. That's true. Yeah, right. Yeah. When we were fifteen, we fucking we went and ate at McDonald's, and then we were like, "Fuck it, let's walk back." <laughs> right. right. And that's another yeah, yeah, hour. Right. <laughs> right. But at least he has the. Decency to get back within minutes. I could see him t- with an te- Uber. I could see him texting his teacher like the ETA is four minutes. Hilarious, I, just like hilarious, I'll be right there. Or location, you know how he just screenshots <laughs> yeah. location. I'm here. Oh man, Uber is like so cheap in LA too. Just yeah, get around. It's, it's so it's, dope. It's crazy. It's tight. I still don't have the app. Oh, I you still, don't? I, nah. Oh, I don't have Uber or Lyft. I don't do it, man. I always call my sister, and then and then when I walk in, the guy's like Gemma. I'm like, sure. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm Gemma. I think about like Sarah. Yeah, I'm Sarah. <laughs> I remember, These motherfuckers don't even screen for their protection. It, it is crazy. If it says Sarah, don't let that motherfucker in the car. I, That's I, not Sarah. I opened a, this dude's back door thinking um, it was my Uber, and he freaked out and drove up oh, the gas he? super fast. Did he? <laughs> he thought I was like Jack in his car and shit. Did he really? Oh, there's anyway. Yeah. Oh, my son just texted me. I, he's obviously in trouble. <laughs> um, that's crazy. Did he yeah, really? Yeah, he freaked out. This, this like Mexican dude like pulled up in front of my apartment, and I'm just casually going in thinking it was my car. That's funny. He, like he looked back and he just drove off, and I was like, oh shit. That's so funny. Look, let me answer this. Yeah, yeah just ahead. for pot. If it's yeah, not good, yeah. hey Mark. This what what's the time on it? No, you good. Okay, hold on, Joe. Yo. Okay, listen. All right, we're at a pod right now. My son just called. Okay, <laughs> I get a text from your school saying that you weren't at school. Why are you laughing? <laughs> and then Gemma's like, "Where's little Joe? School just asked where he is." And then a, a text finally came about five minutes later, going, "Joe just asked for an Uber for IHOP." Now is this true? Yeah. What? No, Joe. No, you don't. You're supposed to be at school, not eating pancakes, bro. <laughs> I had a late start, though, so that's why. Bro, that that makes no sense. What do you mean late start? I start at 9.35 today. And what time did you get to school? 9, like 37. That's really late. That's two minutes over the time limit. Minutes. 
And we heard it was an Uber XL. Did you get an top- Uber XL? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Bro, did you Uber Black? <laughs> did you roll up in a seven-seat Escalade? <laughs> Bro, you... Oh. Who else is late? Hop in the What should I do? Should I take his phone away? We're taking your phone away. We all agree no. that we're taking your phone away. I can explain. I can explain. Can <laughs> you explain pancakes? <laughs> I love you. Bye. All right. Love you. Bye. Bye. See this? That's some LA. But you know shit, what's bro. cool though is I I appreciate my son, right? Like there's two ways of being a parent. Like I can I can fucking go crazy on him right now. Yeah. But what does that do? Like you know what I mean? That's only going to encourage him to be bad again. I mean, you worked hard so he can take Uber to school. Exactly. That's but that's, he's not being bad. <laughs> it's bad what he did, but he still went to school. That's a responsible LA, you know. Yeah. Uh, solution to being late for class and making it there. Do you have kids? I don't have kids. No, okay. No, no. How would you have dealt with this situation? You'd probably be cool, Dad, too. I would. I don't know if I would be too mad about being taken an Uber, you know, to school. Well, one, he was eating pancakes and he was two minutes late for school. I think he's lying about nine thirty-seven. You're full of shit. You need a healthy start to the day. You That's know, it's true. Breakfast. You do need it's not easy. Yeah. And neck McMuffin. You by know? the way, by the way, <laughs> IHOP is delicious at fifteen. <laughs> right. I, I mean, I still enjoy IHOP once in a while. I do too. At two o'clock in the morning. Look. <laughs> exactly. That's true. That's a it's a different time. That's really breakfast for my son. <laughs> I was going to say I had a um, my holiday was interesting because it was like just recently my sister married a filipino dude nice and it's, it's the first like mixed addition to our lineage you know yes. our korean family nice and my family like never did was very family oriented or whatever mm-hmm. so now we've been doing all the holidays with like my uh, the, um, her husband's side can i cut you off for a second yeah is korean uh because my best all my best friends growing up are korean so yeah, i yeah. consider myself to oh, be really? Korean. Bro. Okay, so you know the crew. All yeah, of them. Yeah. By the way, all this shit that these people are talking about now, I, I knew about this shit in 82. <laughs> yeah, right, right. 82. Like, I remember the first Costco. Yeah. You see Joe Coy on top of the fucking LA riots roof and shit oh, fighting bro. with the Koreans and <laughs> bro, shit. Bro, like, I was with the Koreans. More bullets. <laughs> this is so bad. Cut this out. The full-on ally. Yeah, just- yeah. I was, <laughs> I was holding the flag. <laughs> Um, no, uh, I was, no, we're talking way back right, before right, that, right, bro. Right, I'm right. talking 82, right. 83, 84. Right. Like my, my friend William, his, his mom owned a, a, a Korean bar, bar, a Korean barbecue slash bar. Oh shit. And, uh, and bro, and this is before Korean barbecue was big, man. Yeah, you gotta yeah, put yeah. yourself back in my yeah, time. For sure. And, uh, and so I remember going to his house and, uh, everything was Costco. Everything was in bulk because they had the, the restaurant. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if it's called Costco back then, but they have like the restaurant license where you go to like right, these bulk right, grocery right. stores and mm-hmm. buy things in bulk. And I remember opening the fridge and I saw like 10 gallons of milk. I was like, yo. <laughs> and he had like, he had Captain Crunch, like, but the box was the, right, right, the right. size of a, a, a fucking TV box. <laughs> yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. And, and, uh, and then his mom would always bring back bucket, like pots of uh, kimchi and buck, uh, pots of uh, uh, bulgogi. Yeah, yeah. Or, or, or uh, kalbi, yeah, right? Yeah. And it was big. And then I remember they would take the, the, the middle tray out of the fridge so that, that they could sit things higher in there. Right. Bro. And the mom never came home. Mom and dad always came home at like 3.30 in the morning because they had the bar. Right. So it was the house was ran by kids. Yeah. It was That's just how I grew kid, up. Yeah, because right? the immigrant parents were always out and about, out working. And about working. So I got away with so much shit. So much yeah. shit, bro. And all the and the parents would always just fling them money. Right. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, you know what I mean? Because they felt so yeah, bad. Just so they the, just, yeah, Pizza Hut or no, Taco no, more than that. Oh, really? Like they would say stuff like, "Can we get a dirt bike?" Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, no. <laughs> and drop like eleven hundred. And I think I, that's I, the my, guilt. That's the guilt. Yeah, you and know they would I mean? and they they would have dirt bikes. I crap. I almost lost my leg on his dirt bike. And uh, but I mean, I was so Korean, bro. Like. I'm telling you, man, yeah. I was eating Korean food before Filipino food. Like, right, right, right. I was eating chajamen, champong. I was eating some of the advanced Korean joints, bro. too. <laughs> bro, see, Koreans, there's Koreans out there that think they're Korean, but I'm really Korean. I mean, that's pretty you go Korean to, You OG. go to a Chinese restaurant that's yeah. ran by Koreans that only serve, no, Chinese restaurant yeah. that serves uh, champong, yeah, but yeah. it's not on the menu. Right, 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 right. And you got to look at them and go, champong? If you're an 80s, and then they go, you're an 80s Korean, you're an OG. Right? You're an OG. Like, I should have bowed to you when you walked in. Thank sure. you. I should have. I should have. <laughs> Give me the Rolex, bro. <laughs> That's nah. real talk, though, man. Yeah, no, I mean, honestly, my parents are similar upbringing, same shit. Got uh-huh. you know, 
they, they I wouldn't say they were that really that strict because they were so busy. Mm-hmm. I got away with mad shit. Yeah. You know? So I didn't really grow up in that strict kind of, you know, yeah. whatever way. I think, and I think that, you know, my mom was divorced at that time too. So, and she's an immigrant, you know, she, Filipino immigrant, you know what I mean? And yeah. So like that, that style of upbringing, especially during the eighties, the kids were like, a little, it was a little bit more lenient with the kids. And I guess that's why I am with my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you respect your parents more that way. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Because they give you that responsibility. Yeah. It's like you you have the decision to fuck up. Yeah. I, you fuck I, up, you fuck up. I feel like when my parents would get all crazy and strict, like sometimes they didn't even know why they were doing that. It's yeah. like the, the little slot they had, the time with us. They were like, I just have to be angry and parent. <laughs> and that's how you parents just yell so and true. fucking be angry. Yeah, that's you know? my mom too. That's my mom too. I remember when I, I I I took William's bike and my mom kept telling me, "Don't take William's bike because it was it wasn't street legal," and uh and of course the day that she tells me not to, I'm 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 coming down Spanaway Avenue, I'm just flying, and then right behind me, cop throws on his lights. He was he was following me for like for like five miles. He was just following <laughs> me, right? I had no idea. He t- tells me to throw it in the ditch. He goes, "Throw it in that ditch right there." He goes, whose is it? I go, it's mine. But I didn't have any paperwork on it. It was Williams, right? right? And he goes, leave it in the ditch. I go, how about if someone stole it? How about if someone steals it? He goes, I don't even know if you stole it, motherfucker. (laughs) Get in the car. So he puts me in the car. And and he's like, hey, I got to take you to your mom's. And I remember saying to him, like, you don't want to do that, man. Don't take me to my mom's right now. Please don't take me to my mom. And the minute he opened that door, man, my mom smacked me in front of him. Gave two shits that he's a cop. And literally the cop just looked at me like... All right, my work's done. <laughs> you didn't give a shit, man. Here we go. And then oh that's how God. that's that's that immigrant mom right there. Like she saw the the, the authority, but she was like, I don't give two shits. I think, I'm gonna smack that motherfucker right in front of me. I think people assume like, oh, the Asian parent being like super strict, which they are, but they're so busy too. People don't understand that. Like mm. they work so much of the day yeah. that like, you know, you get away with a lot of shit too. I remember yeah. like I I get dropped off to the bus stop. And then afterwards, when my parents went to work, me and my sister would just walk back to our house and spent the whole day in the house because they just went to work. Yeah, that's so <laughs> like we went to the bus stop. They went to work. We went back to the house, turned on the TV, and just chilled at that's the crib. It. Like, that's it. it was and like, you didn't see them till late. Yeah, yeah. But I remember one day my dad came home way earlier than expected. So I heard the door, like the keys jing- uh, jingling on, uh, in the doorknob. I run into the closet, and I'm in the closet for hours. He just yeah, happened that, to come home early. Yeah, you thought <laughs> I was so robbing you? Yeah, I, I was like, no, I knew it was my dad because I heard I was like, oh shit. So I ran into the closet and I'm stuck there because I don't want to get my ass whipped by my dad for chilling at the crib. Like, wait, I don't understand. Why? I'm supposed to be at school. Oh. And he, he he's supposed to be at work. I Hilarious. came home. Like, I instead of going to school from the bus stop, I, I, I didn't hop on the bus. Yes. I went back home and just, just stayed home all day great. till like 6 p.m. No, whenever you know they're supposed to come back. But my dad came home at like 3 p.m. and I just hear the jiggles. I run to the closet. I'm stuck Hilarious. in the closet for the rest of the day. So you had to you had to chill there till what? Six? I just didn't. I, I will I, until my dad like walked away or something. I, I had to figure devise a plan because he funny. wasn't going anywhere. You he wait was till just, six in the closet and then you walk out. Man, school was crazy. Wait till I tell you what happened in school, Dad. I, I dropped out of high school when I was in 10th grade, and my parents didn't know for two years after that. What? <laughs> Just because it was the language barrier, like, between us and That's shit. That's great. Isn't that crazy? Like, fucking wild, dude. So if the, if the school sent letters, you would read it to them? Yeah, well, my they were like that, yeah. You, you <laughs> so the letter would be like, where's your son at? And you're like, they'll, hey. They'll tell me to sign shit by myself. They'll oh, be like, yo, so... sign. Like, I'll be like, dad, sign this thing. I was like, oh, I don't want to headache, English, whatever. Sign it. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, it was literally like that. He's headache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, I'm like, you know, these grades are just in letter form. You just, it's like A through F, <laughs> F being the worst, A being the best. <laughs> it's bro, like, no, it's too much of a headache. Bro, you gotta write this down. <laughs> it's like, Please write that. That is the best. That is the best. Dad, they literally this. asked me oh, to sign English shit. Headache. They asked me to sign <laughs> shit. Like, I'm just like, okay. Like, I'm not gonna argue it. Like, That's okay, great, bro. Oh my god! You, so you didn't finish? No, nah, I didn't. And it's weird. Every time I tell people, like, especially Asian kids, they're like, "What the fuck? How did you get away with that?" Like, that's it's crazy. That's like unheard of. Like yeah. an Asian high school dropout. Yeah, but I wasn't like a gangster or anything. I was just like smoking mad weed and yeah. you know being a stoner kid, mm-hmm. ditching mad school. Got to the point where I did so much class that I knew I would have had to stay in high school for like an extra year, which mm. I did not want to do. Nah. 
So I, I just convinced my parents, like, oh, yeah, there's these things, community college classes, like the gifted or whatever, and just <laughs> just went over there. <laughs> I eventually took my GED, you know. And you got, you got it. Yeah, but, you know, it's not really does Doesn't anything. Matter. You get older. You're Doesn't like, matter. Like, I, at least I, I got my GED. <laughs> <laughs> like, what is that? That's for you. Yeah, so that, no. You don't feel yeah, exactly. like a dumbass. Like, exactly. <laughs> That never comes up in a conversation where you have to go, do I have my diploma? <laughs> One second. It's like, on the no, wall. Don't worry. I got my GED it's at least. It's next to my tassel. <laughs> no one gives a fuck. No one cares. Yeah, it's true. Does anyone give a shit? Do you have your diploma? He doesn't even know. Yeah, and that's the thing. I mean, it's been a while since any of us have had like traditional jobs. I'm curious if they're still looking for like a GED or a high school diploma. I don't think they give a are shit. They? they are looking. They are? I feel like it's pretty easy to fake, though, right? Yeah, like, you just you can, go, yeah, I, I mean, have it. how It's pretty easy. Yeah. Do you have a high school diploma? Fuck yeah, I do. <laughs> yeah. Right, yeah. Straight A's, buddy. I mean, are they going to really, like, look up the uniform. high school? They're not yeah. going to look up the high school. No. There's no way. No. That's a good question. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tweet that out. No one's going <laughs> to... I went to John Kim High School in Koreatown. Like, oh, John up. Kim High School. It's a good, good team. <laughs> good good team. team. They have a good team. I really that don't was think our rival. There's no way they're going to look up the nah. high school. There's absolutely no nope. way. If there was a John Kim High School, I wish I went to it. <laughs> it Sounds <right>. delicious. <laughs> John Kim. He was the high? first Korean barbecue owner oh. in Koreatown. He's a pioneer. Oh. Smells good at that school. <laughs> yeah. It just smells marinated. Only high school that serves kimchi during lunch. Oh, that's that's fire right there. God. That this is addicted to kimchi. Oh, uh, what you know, you love kimchi. Okay, you're an ally. <laughs> you're an ally. I don't know why. Like, I feel like that's I shouldn't, but like a girl that doesn't like kimchi, there, like there might be a problem. Like if we were dating, like that might be the one thing. You know what I mean? Oh, if you were dating a girl, yeah. If I was dating a girl and she didn't like kimchi, you'd have to tell her to leave, right? It'd be tough to Bro, continue. Yeah, I it. was just talking to yeah. her about that. I don't understand. This is so crazy, huh? We were just talking about this. Yeah. Like, cause I enjoy the fact that she enjoys kimchi because it's right. such a distinct taste. Yeah. And if you don't, tr at least try it. Yeah. Just try it. Give yourself the 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 option to say yes or no. But I hate motherfuckers that look at kimchi and go, ugh. Right, like, right, what are right, you right. Ugh for? Yeah. You're just assuming the taste? Yeah. Like you didn't even try it? If I'm with a girl that doesn't like kimchi, that's like real love. Bye. That's like forbidden love. Have a bad day. <laughs> that's like my version of like those movies where there's interracial dating between a black and white girl, black and white couple. Yeah. Like back in the day, it's, it would be me and like a girl who doesn't like kimchi. Like, <laughs> yeah. I love her though. I love her. I'm going to make it work, <laughs> the, mom. The world doesn't want us to, us to be together, yeah. but I love her. Who cares if she doesn't like kimchi? <laughs> You're cleaning out the fridge. <laughs> You're cleaning out the fridge. You're adding that other rack that you took out years right, ago. right. I want to put casseroles in there. <laughs> Fuck! You gotta pull out that five gallon bucket of kimchi. Oh my god! There's but I kimchi. love her. There's a separate kimchi fridge for these families. Do now? You know about that? There's like Korean families have a separate fridge just for kimchi. It's like a custom fridge just for kimchi. Wow! And it ferments it faster or something. Wow. I don't. I've never had it, but I went to like a homie who's like an advanced Korean apparently, advanced and he just advanced Korean. He's like separate, an X Men. Yeah, he's an X Men. It's a crazy kimchi fridge, like just for it and ferments it faster, makes the kimchi fresher. Like, were you the family that had the missing rack no, no 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 no. my family wasn't in the food business they do like wholesale in downtown which is also a popular korean business yeah, yeah. like forever 21 is so like a korean family that started that and they started from the the downtown i just laughed a little i'm sorry <laughs> yeah. a booger came out because i know exactly what you're talking right, about right right no they're like the richest korean family oh, in, fuck, in yeah, the world they hell like, yeah, yeah they are yeah yes they are yeah. i went to church with that family by the way did you and they and they were before forever 21 they were already pretty balling and they would buy f korean food for the whole church every really? weekend like they'd bring they'd bring the racks of kimchi wait a minute, out wait a like, minute. forever 21's korean yeah they're a korean holy family holy shit yeah i did not know that yeah that's so because gangster. the fast fashion shit comes from downtown la Huh? The, the fast fashion shit is from yeah. like downtown LA, which was like a lot of Koreans were doing that in downtown. So they took that model and made it like this, like they branded it into like into the retail market. Yes. But the fast fashion shit was this downtown business that like all these Korean families would have all these like cheap materials and make like, you know, fashionable fits. Yeah. Are you they, talking about like down in downtown, garment district? Garment district, fashion district. So they took that model and made it like retail global, Brilliant. branded it. And now there's, you know, 
H uh, and M, Zara, all that, which is kind of the same fast fast fashion kind of shit. Brilliant. Yeah. And they started that. They started that was their that. trend. Yeah, yeah. Damn, dude. Now they're garbage district is a big part of my life, by the way. Like uh, Santiali and shit like that. So or? let me tell. Can yeah. I tell you a little bit about myself? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. All right. So I, I, uh, when I started doing stand up, I, I was living in Vegas, right? And there was no like comedy clubs back then. This, we're talking like 89, 90, right. 91, 92. There were no comedy clubs, none of that shit. So I had to like create my own environment. And I was like renting out theaters on my own, like my own cash and yeah, shit. Yeah. So I started trying to get sponsors. And there's this thing in, in Vegas called the Magic Convention. The yep. Depart- you know yep, it, right? Yep, yep. Well, back in the day, it was big. Right. 95, 96, it was big. It died down a lot. But that was like every oh, year. Oh, it died that down was a lot. Thing. That was the thing. But yeah. back then, yeah, I remember you, you that. could count on Snoop being there, Ludacris, right, right. all the cat. Puffy was there. Everybody right. was there. It was an event. You know what I mean? And mind you, this is before. Rockaware and 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 uh you know and, and Puffy's line Fubu you know what I mean we're talking yeah. no we're talking like cross colors Carl Kanai oh, Fubu yeah. Mecca right, remember right. Mecca yeah, yeah yeah so all that shit was like streetwear branding was getting big and 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 the and they were bringing in hip hop artists to promote right. so uh the hotel I was at one of the guys was checking in from Dada Footwear, and I was a huge Dada. You remember yeah, Dada of Footwear? Of course, of course. And the hat. You remember they LL yeah. used to rock the hat. All these Biggie brands. Used to rock, rock the <laughs> yeah, hat I grew up wearing. Dada. I grew remember up that? wearing all this. So check this out, bro. I'm checking the guy, and I and I and I was like, Yo, how's it feel to work for uh, Dada Footwear, man? I love your, your your your. I mean, how's it feel to work for Dada? And he was like, Oh man, it's it's great, man. I was like, uh, uh, I, I, How long have you been working for? Like, I'm just you know, I'm young, right? Yeah, I'm just yeah. asking all these questions. I was just so amazed that this young black man is working for an amazing company that's like supplying hip-hop artists with right. clothing and i go how's it feel to work for them and he was like i own it and my mouth dropped oh, shit yeah it was yeah it was damon his name's damon and i go are you fucking kidding me just young black guy so i started drilling i was like yo how'd you do it and he was just talking about how he drew up this hat and he was working at pan am right. and he was a bad guy bag handler and him and his boy saved up money and they went to china and they got the hats built and then they put their business cards on the right. side of the hat and they went to magic and just handed out they didn't even have a booth right. just handed out hats to vendors and then they went home and they had like twenty thousand orders and they blew that's up crazy like and mind you this is like you know, a long time since I heard the story. So if it's not accurate, right, right, that's right, exact. Right. I, I remember that's generally what he told me. And then I, I lied to him and said I had a like a huge comedy show, <laughs> and if he wanted to sponsor it, right? And he was like, "Yeah, I'll sponsor." It. He gave me a number. It's gonna be a long story, but I'm gonna no, try no, no, to get no, no, I want to hear it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he gave me a number to this cat. He goes, "Call this cat. He'll take care of it." All right. So I kept calling this guy's number. Wasn't answering. Right. So I was like, "Man, fuck this dude." Right. <laughs> so I went and bought this shit on my own. Did a show. Got the videotape, and I remember what he looked like, mm-hmm. right? My boy was a B-boy, and he used to get hired by Tribal. Remember yeah. Tribal Gear? Classic B-boy So, so you yeah. know B-boy yeah, with mine yeah, yeah. and, and Crumb style. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, so I, those are my boys. Okay. I, used to, I used to live with them. And then, uh, so I was like, uh, they were uh, dancing for him. So I was like, yo, man, just get me in. Like, like because they, they had the cards. Right, to, right, to right. Get in. It was expensive. So they would sneak in, and then they would take a... a a band off another dude, and then he'd come out with his, and I'd wear his, and I'd go in, right? And I would just stand by Dada. <laughs> for, for You know how long those yeah, shows yeah, are. Yeah. I would stand, man. And I'm like, yo, I, I remember what he looked like, and I'm just going <laughs> to wait. And then finally that fucker came, and I walked right up to him. And I was like, yo, you remember I met you? <laughs> you remember years ago I met you at the front desk, and you gave me this number to call this guy? And he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go, yo, he never picked up, but I bought it myself, and I wore it, and I just wanted to give you this tape. And I gave him a VHS yeah, yeah, tape, to watch right? Special, yeah. yeah, and then he goes, no, it's not even a special. Oh, just a, yeah, just just a some set. bullshit. Yeah, just yeah. A set. And then he goes, he goes, what? Man, Carlos, <laughs> Carlos, and you see Carlos probably like, yeah. He's like, man, get over here, and he walks over. He's like, man, this dude's been trying to call you, man. I've been wanting you to hook him up, man. He's like, take care of this dude. He's a comedian, man. I like this dude. He's, yeah, he's yeah, like yeah. family, man. He's family. Yo, I walked out of that motherfucker with like ten thousand dollars worth. I'm not oh, even joking right so now, lit. right? So yeah. then, and so then, Carlos, who's still my best friend to this day, yeah, it's like thirty years later, he's my best That's friend. Crazy. We still talk, and uh, um. He goes, yo, uh, Dada footwear and Dada clothing are two separate things, and I'm more on the on the footwear side. Yeah. And he goes, uh, we're we're under the Dada Supreme umbrella, but we're on 
the Dada footwear aside. He right. goes, so I'm sorry if I didn't call you. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go, oh, no problem. He goes, but the owner of Dada footwear is a huge comedy fan. Oh, shit. And he goes, and he would love to sponsor some shit. He goes, do you got anything? And I was like, yes, I do. <laughs> fucking lying, right? <laughs> fucking lying, bro. Yeah. And I was like, I went home and I go, I go, I can get you something by like next week. He goes, do it. And they were on First Ave yeah. in the Garment District. That's where Dada oh, was. Shit. Yeah, man. That was my first time ever seeing an Escalade on rims before. Right, right, right. Like, i never seen 20s before. And I remember rolling up uh, to First Ave with this bullshit uh, out outline of all the, the comics and how much the budget's going to cost and how much the hotel's going right, to cost and right. how much the For plane whole is going to... whole tour. Yeah, and I remember yeah. looking at my boy, Remind, because he was good with the, the computers. He yeah, was yeah. cutting it up, making the flyer for me, and I was just looking. I was like, yo, is 5000 too much, man? <laughs> yeah, right. He's like, yeah. I don't know, man. What do you think? I go... Knock it down a couple hundred. Right, we knocked right. it down to forty-seven, so it wouldn't right. be five thousand. Right. So I went there with this whole thing. We went to Kinko's, cut it up. We put a put it in one of those sleeves and shit. And then uh, I remember I paid for color. You know, because <laughs> it could have went black and white. I was like, "Yo, pay for that color." color. <laughs> it was like twenty bucks more, but I wanted to look pro, right? That's tight. And then we go there, and I sit there, and here comes Lance, man. His name's Lance Simpson. Uh, and then he walks down. He looks. He looked like a god, man. He yeah, had an yeah. afro out here, blue sunglasses, all blue outfit. Right, you know right. what I mean? And he sat down. He's like, "Yo, so um, I love your comedy." I go, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, I seen you on BET's comedy, man. I love your shit." Sick. And I go, "Oh, thank you, man. This is a long time yeah, ago, yeah. bro. It's like 97, 98. Right, right. And then he, I, I go, "Yo, man. So we got this show. I was talking to Carlos, and I got this show in Vegas, man. And and I handed it to him. Yo, it took me eight hours to cut yeah, this shit yeah, up, yeah. man, to to make sure the numbers right. And he literally looked at just the flyer and he went, "Yeah, that's good." And in my head, I'm like, "Motherfucker, I could have said five thousand. I could have said ten thousand, man." <laughs> that that's how you know it's an early hustle, by the way, when you're afraid for the number you're giving. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Bro, I remember I so those scared. days. Like I remember my like getting my first manager and him trying to get more money. I'm like. Dude, chill. You're gonna yeah. scare. You're, you're gonna, gonna scare fuck it up. Him. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna fuck my He's shit up. He's gonna walk away. No, you can't. I, I'm gonna lose my drink tickets. Like, yeah. <laughs> what are like you doing, bro? Like, yeah. And that relationship from that day on, I remember he flew the whole staff out. It was the Hunt Ridge Theater. It was an old movie theater, and I sold it out. My mom oh, helped me sick. sell those tickets. Man, we sold 880 tickets. Fucking packed house. It was in the hood too, man. Dada sponsored. Yeah, bro. Dada wow. sponsored. Asian family, man. That's My mom wild. was rocking Dada footwear, <laughs> Dada shoes. No yeah, bullshit, yeah, yeah, yeah. man. And then and they would send uh, UPS trucks with like hundreds of fucking dollars. Right. Like like even the UPS guys like, yo, you guys doing something? Like, because yeah, yeah. it didn't look right. Some racketeering. Yeah, yeah, for real, bro. Like we had like the shit that you see in the back of Foot Locker, yeah. you know, the big, and it had like twelve to a box. Yo, we had mad. Mad stack and of all these man. brands were the shit. By the way, during that by, time, by like, the way, yeah, 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 it was by crazy. the way, yeah. bro. Snoop Dogg was rocking Dada, and, and Eminem was rocking. I Dada. mean, I was like, I was literally in like elementary, middle school. All this, like, that was like, I, I would beg my mom yes. for this kind of shit. I would buy like my friends like hand me downs, yep. like Fat Farm hand me downs yeah, yeah. at school. That was like three times my fucking size. Yes, like, I to wear them and shit. I, re I remember because the Up and Smoke tour was yeah, uh, happening classic. at that time. And then uh, and I remember Lance designing uh, Snoop's outfit yeah. with bandanas. Oh, all he shit. did was get Dickies and put bandana That's on so all sick. the shit. That's like so the sick. collar and the cuffs right, with bandanas. Right, right. And then we went to Up and Smoke. Uh, with, I went with Carlos and we're literally right next to the speaker. That's it. And, and I was just like, is this fucking real right now? That's so ill. Because, you know, you got to think of the time too, yeah. man. You know what I mean? Like it, it was 90. I can't remember the times. Like 97. You know what I mean? Figure it out. If, if you guys are listening, Google it. I'm not giving you an accurate time. It was so long ago, man. But it was around that time. And if you could put yourself in that era, this is before MySpace, before right. Twitter, before... Like, all the shit was word of mouth shit. Right, right. You know what I mean? This was back of the Vibe magazine shit. Well, I, you, you saw a mecha jacket on the back of... I, I was thinking about... I mean, especially when you talk about this, it makes me think, too, because now, like, you as in your career and stuff, you have, there's enough of this, like... Asian fan base to kind of just do yes. this whole thing. But back then, you're kind of more in this black hip-hop urban space, yes. right? Yes. So that was like that. And they and embraced me. Right, exactly. Because I couldn't get on the white side. The white side had like... Like the improvs, they had right. the they had the prime nights like Thursday through Saturday. You know what I mean? Right, and then right. you then the other nights like Tuesday, the, you had like uh, you had Fat Tuesdays at right. Laugh Factory. You had Mo Better Mondays at at, uh, at 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 the Improv, and those right. were your theme nights. You had PKs, Asian Invasion. Exactly, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like you had to find your way into those these rooms, and I, I got in with the black community real quick. I was part of the Black Comedy College right. tour. I got on the Deaf Comedy College tour. Right. I got on. Uh, 
Oh, oh my god, uh, God, I did so much shit. I mean, dude. Comic oh, View alone oh. is just like you know that's a big Comic one. View was legend, yeah, bro. Like yeah. I, that was before exactly. all, that was before Def yeah. Jam and everything, and I was just happy I got that. But um, when I did Def Jam. Big mm-hmm. shout out to Honest John. He's the one that got me on. And Rudy Rush. Rudy Rush was the host of the Apollo. And uh, and Rudy Rush and Bob Sumner owns Def Comedy Jam. Like right. it's Russell Simmons and, mm-hmm. and Bob Sumner. And uh, and my boy Honest John was a, a, like a regular on that tour. And he was like, yeah, man, I'm going to get you on that show, man. You too funny, man. Bob Sumner needs to see you. So uh, he brings me backstage and he introduces me to Bob Sumner. And this is what Bob says to me, man. He goes... Shout out to Bob, man. I ain't dissing you, man. Just this, this, this is what actually <laughs> happened. But Bob goes, he goes, uh, yeah, I'm gonna put you up for five minutes. It, he packed house. It was like 2,500 people. Yeah. And uh, at Samstown, and then he goes, I'm gonna put you out for like five minutes. Um, but this is what I want you to do. Don't say you're with Def Jam. You're not. Gonna, we're not gonna open the curtains for you because he had beautiful set. It said Def Jam. You know what I mean? The DJ was on top of right. the Def Jam logo and all mm-hmm. that shit. He goes, "We're gonna open the curtains. You go through the curtains. We're gonna close the curtains. Don't say welcome to Def Jam. Don't say are you ready for Def Jam. Just say your name. Do your jokes. Say good night. Say your name, and then come through the curtain. We'll make sure that someone opens it for. You. Basically, what he's saying is, oh, he wasn't gonna turn the house lights on either. He, right. he wanted me to go out while they were sitting people. And my sister Rowena was there, and Mark, her her husband, and I, and I remember I gave him a camera just like that, right? And I go, I go, yo, just record this shit, man, because I'm gonna smash this motherfucker. Like I was so mad <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that I couldn't say I was part of Def Jam. Like right, I right. wanted to be part of Def Jam. Yeah, yeah. You know, I wanted to, I wanted Kid Capri to bring me out. You know what I mean? Right. So I was like, uh, and I remember my sister going, "You're gonna kill it. Don't worry, Joe. Just just go out there." And I was like, "All right, hey. I was, but I was still pissed. And uh, and then the guy, the stage manager, looked looked at me and he goes, uh, he goes, hey, look, there's not much I can do, but I will turn down the lights for you. <laughs> I'll bring them down sixty percent for you, but I can't turn them down too much because we're still sitting people. I was like, man, thank you so much. As long as you can bring it down, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. So they that literally, man. There's no intro. It's just these two stagehands. They open the curtain and then I crawl under. Like, hey, how's everyone doing today? Just a bunch of black people. It's like eighty percent black people, and I'm like, "How's everyone doing today? Hey, what's up, motherfucker?" And then, uh, and then I, I killed it. Yeah, yeah, I fucking crushed, man. And then uh, I crawl right back through the curtain, and Bob Sumner's standing there, and Rudy Rush is right next to him. My sister's there, and Mark's there, and then uh, and uh, Rudy Rush, I love you, Rudy. Uh, he he goes, "Who the who's this motherfucker?" He says that to Bob. Right, right. He goes, who's this motherfucker? He goes, man, I just met him. Honest John brought him up to me. He's like, man, how the fuck am I supposed to follow that shit? <laughs> motherfucker got a standing O out oh, there. Shit. How the fuck am I supposed to follow that shit, Bob? Like, what the fuck? He goes, I didn't know. He goes, well, the next time I'll put her on. I'll put him on the on part of the show. He's like, yeah, man. And then he looked at me. He goes, you ever like, he goes, you like the Apollo? I go, yeah. He goes, you're on the Apollo, motherfucker. Oh, shit. He goes, you're doing the Apollo. I'll have my manager call you. And, he, and, and in two weeks, I was on the Apollo, and I'm wearing a Dada footwear hat. Because <laughs> Dada, Dada paid for me to fly out there. That's lit. Big shout out to Lance Simpson, man. He paid for it. He gave me the company car. Right. And he had a driver pick me up at the airport. They housed me. They put me in some hotel. That was my first time in New York by yeah. myself solo. And then I went to I went to Harlem. Right. They drove me to Harlem. I put on the hat. That's why if you look at, at YouTube, you see me wearing that fucking Dada hat because yeah. they paid for everything. That's crazy. And I won the Apollo. And this is when the Apollo was the Apollo. I, bro. I mean, that time, this is like if you didn't rub the rock. I you think were rocking, done. rocking a black crowd oh, during stump. that sorry, time. Rocking a black crowd during that time is like ten times harder. Than ten like, times harder. De- I mean, Def Jam days, Apollo, bro. That's crazy. Crazy man, <laughs> it was crazy. Oh my gosh! But is that was that like when, that was always my hustle? Did, did you know like when you rocked that like when you rocked an all black crowd, you were like, oh shit, like this is a yeah. world that I can like kill in. Yeah, I just they they what it was they embraced me quicker. Like it right. was it was kind of, it wasn't that it was easier to go in. It's just like was it like, your upbringing like maybe like more hip hop oriented well, I just, or something? Yeah, or and Filipinos are just very very soulful. Right. You know what I mean? They yeah, got yeah. you know what I mean that that's our culture. Like you know we we I gravitate more towards that. You know what I mean? Right. And uh and of course I was in love with Def Jam. I was in love with BET's Comedy yeah. View. So it was like that was my inspirations. Like like that was my motivation. Like it, it, you know what I mean? Like I, I I visualized being on the Apollo. I remember standing in the shower and and winning the Apollo. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I always imagined being on Def Jam and I always imagined being on. On uh on comic view, you know the way I got comic view was crazy too, man. Well, you if you want that? me to tell you yeah, how yeah, I got go comic ahead, view, go uh, <laughs> how I got comic view, I was working at the Dolphin Habitat. 
What? At, at, at Siegfried and Roy, you know that that secret garden. I don't know if you ever been there, but they have a dolphin habitat okay. where you know. And I was a bullshit tour guide. I was oh, pretending. Shit. I was pretending like I knew who the dolphins were, <laughs> and I was taking people on a tour. You know, You're like, wearing a wetsuit for no I, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even have like to I'm swim. I'm an expert. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I was like, "Yo, that's Banjo right there. He's 30 <laughs> years old." But I don't even know who the fuck I'm pointing <laughs> yeah, at. Yeah. It's a different dolphin every right, time right, with right. a different name. And then, uh, and one of the girls on that tour, uh, that one of the tour guys, she was like, "You know, BET's here." You should be on BET. You should go do that. You yeah. know? And I was like, what? Where? I didn't even know. Yeah, yeah. She's like, at this bar at blah, blah, blah. It was this huge like casino. It was like one of the, it was the start of those small casinos, but they were bars. It, 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 I don't even know how to explain it. It wasn't a hotel. It was more like just a casino bar. Yeah. And it, it was like a trend that was starting to happen in the early 90s. And I go, what? So I asked my manager if I could leave early. I went home. We're talking like 110 degrees, right? right? So I go home, no AC, put on a fucking suit. <laughs> a suit, bro, right, yeah. in my Honda Prelude with purple tint. That's how old my, my Prelude was. And I drove all the way back. And I don't know the last time you ever been to a black uh, event and you asked the security guard for help. They never help, right? <laughs> it's always get to the back of the line, right? Right, right? right. I don't know what happened this day, but the gods were in my favor, man. I had a suit. I guess I looked official. I had this folder with a bullshit resume yeah, and a yeah. headshot that my dad took. And I walked up to the security guard. I go, yo, man, uh, I always uh, perform it. I pointed at the MGM Grand. I go, right. I'm always at the MGM. I, I open for a lot of headliners <laughs> right, that come right. through here, man. I would love to just do some time for you if you don't mind. If you could hand this to the promoter or, or if I could meet the promoter. And then he was like, he looked at me and he goes, I'll be right back. And the motherfucker went and got the promoter. Wow. I was crazy. tripping. And I still remember her name, Yvette Anderson and Bo P. Bo P was a comedian. That is Yvette. super helpful for a security guard. Yo, right? <laughs> and he was a big dude, too. He was like, I'll be right back. And he went and got Yvette Anderson. Big shout out to Yvette Anderson, man. So Yvette comes to the door and she grabs my, my, my resume. It was all bullshit. There's nothing on there that's <laughs> legit. And then she goes, I'm so sorry, but we already got you know our comics. But I wish I would have known you earlier. I would have yeah. put you on. I was like, she goes, but do you want to watch the show? I'm like, fuck yeah! Like this is BET, That's right? It. Yeah. And these are all the BET comics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like Honest John, Bo P, all the cats you see. Right, right. I was like, yeah, please. And then they sat me right by the stage next to like their equipment. Like it was like the you know what were all their camera equipment and shit. I was standing right by the stage, and of course, all the comedians are late. Oh, it's like shit, it's like forty yeah. minutes into the show, yeah. and everyone's late, <laughs> and now everyone's getting mad. Right. Everyone's like, "What the fuck?" Everyone, you can feel the tension in the room. And Yvette walks up to me, and she goes, "You want to go up? You oh, want to do like five minutes?" And I'm like, "Can you put that camera up?" Because I was sitting next to the camera. It's one of those big G G. I forget what they're called. They were like gray and maroon back in the day. Yeah, it's a big. Remember the Canons? It was no. a big professional studio camera, and she had it. And I was just like, "Can you turn that on for me?" And she goes, yeah, I'll turn it on. I go, if you could just record, I would love to go up right now. And she turned it on. She set up and turned it on. She goes, go for it. I had no intro, no nothing. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. just walked out there. I still have it on video. That's crazy. And, uh, and I did my five minutes. I did this Michael Jackson joke. And then uh, and I said goodnight. And they all stood. They wow. all stood. I got it on video. It's great, man. That's a straight like they eight all, mile story. It was dude. crazy. Like... It was crazy. And they all stood. And then I walked off stage, and Bo P and Yvette were standing on the stop, uh, on the side of the stage. And Bo P goes, "You want to do a comic view?" <laughs> I swear to God, That's it's just so like sick. the Apollo. And then, uh, and then he goes, "You want to do comic view?" I go, "Man, I would be honored to do comic view. That's like my dream gig, man." He goes, "We're gonna get you there by like next week." And I literally the next week I was in at, at the Commerce Casino. I that's think that's so where they sick. shot it, and I had a trailer that said Joe Coy on it. And I'm like, I thought it was done. I thought I made it. That's hunger right there, man. Right? That's like the rapper with the demo tape, you know, waiting for the fucking record exec yeah. to pull up to the building type right? shit. That, I mean, that's what it takes, man. That's what it takes. That is really what it takes. And my episode was with Gary Owen. Gary Owen was the host, man. And that was great. I remember I spelled my name correctly. J-O-K-O-Y. Joe Coy. And then motherfuckers, when it came out on Comic View, they spelled it J-O-E-C-O-Y-E. -E. I'm like, these motherfuckers. Yeah. You could spell my name right. No, I remember seeing the Comic View shit. I mean, I used to watch that as a child. Like, you know, like, I don't even think it was like, during that time, it was already the reruns of Comic View. No. Or something. Yeah, like, it was the real yeah, deal. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was coming out. And, yep. But I'll tell you, when I was, since I was young, too, like, in, in, 
middle school, high school, like Filipinos are always the first ones that put me on to everything. Really? I always feel like they're like the importers of culture, like <laughs> subcultures in America, like hit, put me on to the illest hip hop shit. Yeah, Especially hip hop was the biggest thing for me. Yeah. Filipino kids were the ones that put me on to like hip hop that made me a rapper today. Like turntable, like DJing. DJing. Like you saw Qbert doing They're just tastemakers. Like, you know, like yeah. other Asians are a little bit more shy or a little reserved when it comes to like dabbling into other cultures. Yeah. You know, Filipinos like full on went into it yeah they took it brought it to the other agents <laughs> yeah. like, yo check this shit out yeah. and the other agents like came out of the woodwork like what is this alright cool yeah. <laughs> they, were yeah. import- they imported that shit. Yeah. They imported they, that shit they imported within yeah within yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just from the outside communities into the Asian communities that's and, crazy yeah cause my, my my school that I went by like close to Los Feliz Eagle Rock there's mad Filipinos mad yeah so my high school John Marshall that I went to is all Filipino kids it, you know all the, all the Filipino DJs like that shit was wild. You know like I, I I don't understand the whole DJing thing. And then the B boys, B boys, bro. Yeah, those two heavy. Yeah, heavy. So I was like the producing too, man. Yeah, pro- yeah, exactly. Yeah, Ill mind, bunch yeah. of cats. Ill mind, yeah. Chad Hugo, exactly. all them cats, man. Yeah, I, I just went to the, I chose MC because I was like, oh, Filipinos got all these. <laughs> they got these sections. I was like, I probably should beatbox. Like that sounds like a <laughs> Korean thing to do. Right? <laughs> like I don't know why. <laughs> it sounds like a Korean thing to That's do. That's so dope. You know, K- KP. I think you guys should do something like that, man. I think that's I think that's that that I forgot what the name of it. It was collaboration, right? Yeah, it was definitely collaboration. And I think that is something that should be revamped. Yeah, because especially now, man. Like Korean is huge. K-pop is worldwide. It's yeah. not even Korean anymore. It's already, it's a culture yeah. now. I I know people that aren't Korean that that wait all year. There's a manager at in Treasure Island right yeah. now, and every year that's her thing. She leaves her husband and family, yeah. and she's got her group of Korean uh, K-pop yeah. fans, and none of them are Korean. Yeah, they call they, them Korea booze. Like, there's like a whole like name for them. That's bad. That's dope though. Yeah. Like, I, I, it doesn't matter how you look at whatever it is that that culture is doing. The fact that Korea is on the map for the, for yeah. that is, and it's worldwide. Yo, that's amazing. PK talks about this, like how like there was all these non-Korean, uh, non-Asian girls never fucked with Korean dudes Mm-mm. before. Now, like I, I see them in the front two rows of my shows and that's shit. That's great. I'm, I don't even do K-pop, but they're like, you're Korean and you're in America all the time, so you're close enough. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Let us touch you. <laughs> yeah. The other K-pop acts only come here once a year. You're already you're in Koreatown every that's, day. So that's so <laughs> like, dope, bro. Yeah, it's crazy. But what I'm saying is, like, maybe PK should revamp that. He should. I he mean, was one of the first to do it. He is. He is. It so was early. It was so early. It wasn't even when shit was popping. Popping. Yeah. He created that, and and it'd be cool for him to like. I'm gonna talk to him about that, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna text him right after this and be like, "You should do something." <laughs> I think he just Why got not? burnt out because he was in it for so long. Yeah, you know, and he's like, "Dude," and, and the Asian shit is not popping up off in the media. So he's yeah. like, "Dude, how many years am I to do this?" Yeah, yeah, takes yeah. a break and it pops off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how it always is. He's like, "Fuck! I should have waited one more year until Crazy just... Rich Asians c- comes out." Oh shit! <laughs> and That's Joe so and Ali Wong have a fucking special. A fucking... <laughs> I wasn't supposed to get that special, bro. Oh, where? Uh-uh. I wasn't supposed to get it. They, wait, wait, what do you mean? Netflix, you to get Netflix it? made this bid that they were going to do a bunch of stand-up specials in 2016. So around 2015, I was pursuing an hour special, but I didn't want to be on Comedy Central again. I didn't like my, you know, I love them for giving me the first two specials, but they didn't really push it right. the way I wanted them to push it. And uh, so I was pursuing Netflix, right. you know what I mean? And then Netflix was just like, nah, we, uh, we're we good. I, and I kept telling them, like, what are you talking about? Just come see this this hour. Like, it, right. I'm ready, man. Like, I want you to see this. And, and they never came out. And, and then basically they said, uh, you know, we got our roster full for 2016. Right, right. So. We're gonna maybe we'll see you 2017 for 2018. I mean, my son's gonna be out of high school by that time. <laughs> this joke is right. gonna be done. Right, right. I right. gotta do it now. So I shot that myself. Oh, I shit. shot that whole the one that's on Netflix right yeah. now. I shot it. I produced it. When you say executive producer, that's exactly what right. it is. You're the exec. Like I signed every check for that that special. So the 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 the, the stage, the color of the stage, the lights, the director, the producer, the the sound. Everything that that was one hundred percent me, and I remember like, like being on stage and and performing. But in my head, I'm like, "Yo, I ain't got nowhere to sell this." Right, right, right. Because Netflix already said no, so like I had to kill it. And then and then when I went home and, and I chopped it up, 
we shopped it around because we just want to see if we get some early bids. Right. Because our main goal was to go to, to Netflix with it with a bid. You know what I mean? Yeah, because there's not a lot of a places bid. that's also worth it to sell it, right? Yeah. You have to have a few places that you're going to get eyes on. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, and a couple of bids came in, and it was just like, you know, if Netflix doesn't like at least try and put in an offer, I'm going to be sad. Right, right, <laughs> right. Because I didn't want to do go with them. I was like, I'd rather put on YouTube Red at this point. Right, you know? right, right. And then we, we brought it to Netflix, and they bought it. They bought it that's, like two days before Thanksgiving. I started so crying in the car. I was and like, then, and then once it came out, it was a whole other thing, it right? Was over, bro. Oh, was it? It was like a whole. Over. You saw it drastically. Dra- dra- I mean, I was already doing it. Like yeah. I was doing. Like I was killing my biz on the road. My business was strong on the road, but after that dropped, it was it was worldwide, bro. That's sick. Yeah, it was over. That's when I was seeing all the, you know, the all the internet memes and little videos being shared from the special. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it was crazy. I know it made an impact for sure. That's why I always say, like, like before you uh, cast your hate on somebody, yeah. you know what I mean? Like before you cast any type of hatred towards anyone that you're jealous of, because a lot of people like to look at something and go, "Man, fuck that dude." You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he just got a Netflix special, and that's why he's blowing up. But do you know that dude's story? Exactly. You know what I mean? Did he really have a Netflix special? Just because it says Netflix original doesn't mean it was really their original. Right. Like they didn't That's come true. with they didn't give me a, a budget. Right. You know what I mean? That was my budget, bro. And right. if they didn't buy it, my son ain't going to college. Yeah. Which he probably isn't anyways, because he didn't even go to school today. Yeah. <laughs> but like before you hate on somebody, like figure out who they were first. Right. I mean, they're buying just to throw their name on the shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. you produce the whole shit. I produce whole shit. Hey, and look, I'm not shitting on Netflix. God bless them. Right. Because, you, know, you know, they gave me two more specials after oh, that. Oh, that's sick. Yeah. So, you know, God bless them. And and you know what? To be honest, I'm glad they said no. But I like I was ready. Like I knew my hour was ready. But would have I would I've performed the same way? You know what I mean? If if they would have said Yes, right, like right. would I would my energy right. have been as strong, like because you can see my hunger in that fucking special. I'm coming with it. You right. know what I mean. So maybe I needed them to say no. Maybe they. I, maybe I did need to put all my money on the line. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. To be like, yo, I mean, this is all I got. I was at zero, bro. I was done. But that also tells you you have to continue. If you get a no, you got to continue and just make it. Exactly. Like you. What if you got a no and you're just like, you know, I'm not even inspired anymore to make this. Shit. Yeah. Cause that, that, that happens to people, you yeah, know, that and does. it's like, dude, you gotta, you gotta, there's no, like, that's not your only fucking option. Yeah, you know it's what not. I mean? And that's that roadblock that everyone comes to, you know what I mean? That's that fork in the road. You can go here and be like, oh, you're not going to give it to me. Well, I'm going to spend a whole year talking about why Netflix sucks and why they should have gave it and to me. And people do that. And people they do, really that. do that. And like, you know what ends up, ends, ends up happening is you never get Netflix ever right. again. And then you end up being over here, just hating on some shit and forgetting about your shit. Right. Or you can go over here and go, wait, I got to show them why Netflix should have gave it to me. Let exactly. me let me produce it myself. I ain't going to say anything. Let me just do it myself and show them why they should have said no. Exactly. And that's that, that's your option. That, a lot of people take that left. I, I even say that even just as simple as like an open mic, right, or Apollo. Like you can take those boos as like a negative thing. Be like, fuck this place. Yeah. I'm never coming back. Or you could come back the next week like, no, I, like you can take that fire yes. and turn it into like no i'm gonna kill it next week yes i used to go to open mic in south central that was like apollo-esque like you'd sign up go on stage and if you were like whack like even 10 seconds into your performance they encouraged the crowd to start chanting please pass the mic and the dj has to go like like, stop the music (laughs) yeah stop the whole shit and i've seen so many people on stage certain people that just when that happens they're like yo fuck y'all y'all don't know what hip-hop real hip-hop is (laughs) fuck y'all yeah yeah i also but then uh, there's other performers that come every fucking week until they don't get booed yeah and then now they're part of the whole crew and the click like and they're just better than ever yeah like honestly i'm glad i had that kind of tough love that's what i like to call it I don't call it hating. I call that shit tough love. The black yes. community had it a lot in the oh, entertainment time ago. that made them some of the greatest performers in the world. Lauren Hill got world. booed at the Apollo, bro. Right, right. Lauren Hill. What? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Are you, that doesn't even make sense. Lauren Hill got booed at the Apollo? Yes. At 14, she got booed. I always say that. That's why like, they have the best fucking entertainers. Like, yeah. they, they had that. Honestly, a lot of different cultures, like, that's what we got to go through. Even, like, the Asian community, I feel like, is going to go through that eventually. Yeah. Pass, once we pass the let's support everybody stage. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to get on the, we got to shit on each other stage a little bit, too. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah, to yeah. get the best of the best in the front row. Like, no pun intended, best of the best, like, martial arts movie. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it's yeah, just yeah like, like, real talk, you know? Yeah. It's yep. just like, you got to get through all that shit. Exactly, man. So that, and, and I'm glad now, that's why I was saying that I was in, in New York editing because because of that decision, they gave me 
two more specials. That's sick. And I shot the the next one, the, this one that I'm about to release. Uh, April, it comes out April. Was shot in Hawaii, bro. Was it lit? I, I, sold, I feel I like, this, I feel like this, the sophomore joint is gonna be crazy, bro. Like, I'm <laughs> telling you, man. Like, I, I can't wait. I'll show you off camera. The it took me two and a half hours just to boat. Just to cut the the walkout. Yeah, I was following your social. You sold out four four, four shows in four, Hawaii. Four arenas. Jesus. Four Blaze arenas. In in minute, I could I could have kept going, but I, I was already signed to go somewhere else. So we ran out of dates to fill. Yeah. But I could have literally kept going. Because they were selling out minutes. Every time I open up another arena, it would just be like four, sold out in like an hour. Or that's the whole island right there. Four arenas. Basically. <laughs> that is the whole island right there. Yeah. They gave me my own day out there, bro. Oh my Joe God. Coy Day, November 21st. Every year. Is yeah, that cool? That's crazy, bro. You killed it. There's more there were more people in that arena than if there was a natural disaster in Hawaii bro. and they had to just house people in that <laughs> yeah, motherfucker. Like yeah. it's, it's crazy. Dude, when I was performing, there were people walking around the island going, Is anyone gonna help us? <laughs> <laughs> the whole island. They had people sitting behind the, the stage. That's crazy. They were there just to listen. If you wanted to loot on that island, that that would have been that the day. That was the night. That was the that night. That was the night. <laughs> you could have taken all the coconuts. No cops on the street. Not one cop. The, you could have jacked all the spam of subies you all wanted. All of them. Uh, yeah. Every spam can. <laughs> Every flavor. There wasn't even any spam of subies made that day. Not, not that the day. The spams were separated from the yeah. seaweed to the rice. rice. Nothing was assembled. Nothing. <laughs> it said do it yourself <laughs> at show. Mahalo. They're like, what am I supposed to do with these ingredients? Like, what do I? How, how do, do I? What goes first? <laughs> it's so stupid. Do I put rice, then spam, then wheat? Somebody, please, please help me. What is this paintbrush that smells like teriyaki? What is this? How do I open this can of spam? What, how, how do I? Shit. It's an odd shape. I thought it comes sliced. I thought it comes sliced. What the fuck? It looks like a loaf. <laughs> what do I do with it? Do I cook it? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> so much mac salad everywhere. <laughs> yeah. Just buckets of mac salad untouched. <laughs> the mac salad is going bad. Zippy's clothes for the oh first time. Oh my gosh. Jesus Christ. Uh, that was a good day, man. That's I can't amazing, wait for you man. to see it. That's it. Do you know when it's coming out? April. Uh, we're, we're hoping April. for Easter. Easter Sunday is when we want to drop it. That's amazing. Mm hmm. That's sick. I mean, dude, I I really just got like a whole crash course on Filipino, like family stuff. You know, I didn't really hung out with my Filipino friends' family side, but oh. now I have that in my family. That's you know, dope. like my niece is three years old. My my sister's married to a Filipino dude. So yeah, and like my family for some reason we didn't do like the we weren't really family oriented. Yeah, we didn't do much shit. And then now like even my family we go to their family functions. We're like overwhelmed by family shit. <laughs> You know, my mom seems like cold as like a Hollywood agent next yeah, to them. You know what that's I mean? So funny. Like it's just yeah. she's like she's ah. just holding a plate. <laughs> like I just hugged twenty people in two yeah. minutes. Like yeah. Jesus Christ! You know, it's like overwhelmed. And you know, the, the the spread is all mixed with the Korean and the 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 lumpia next oh, to the yeah. kimchi. Like it's lit, dude. That's hilarious. It is lit. Yeah. That's cool, man. It is cool. I mean, it's the first edition. Like. The mixed babies yeah. we're gonna have in our family. Yeah, that mixed baby's gonna be a good dancer. Yeah, I'll tell you that right now. Gonna be doing head spins at four. <laughs> Jesus, what's the name of the kid? Uh, Nova. Nova. Yeah, that's Nova. a good name, bro. Yeah, short Bracasa Nova. <laughs> Is that you think that's how he's it was? a slabber? You think that's how it yeah, came about? Yeah, he's going to be a lady slabber. I think that's how it yeah. came about. Maybe. Of course it is. <laughs> he's a Casanova. Oh man, hands down. No, no, I can't wait to hear what his nickname is. No, it's it's a her. It's a, it's a oh, her. My niece. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. Yeah. Super cute. She'll get a nickname. Yeah. Yeah. She'll get one. They always do. <laughs> they always do. <laughs> they always do. Yeah. But Nova is kind of already a nickname. Yeah, right it there. already is. Yeah. Until they call her NV. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> because everyone is envious of you. <laughs> oh my gosh. NV. <laughs> They'll do it. I'm telling you. I believe it. My like, aunt is notorious for giving everyone nicknames, man. My Ati Evelyn. That's yeah. where all of us got our nicknames. Jokoi is not my name. It's Jokoi. That's how she says it. Jokoi. My real name is Joseph Glenn Herbert. Yeah. I'm half white. No, I, I, you can't be a comic at Apollo with the name Joseph Glenn Herbert. You'll lose just by the name. <laughs> You're right. I struggled on my name for like a year going up as Joseph Glenn Herbert. And it was just like, Fuck, man. Like, people were making right, fun of right, my name. Right. The MC would make fun of my name. 
And then I was just like, I, I was listening to my aunt. Like she, I was with my cousin Mona and she was like, Joe Koi, eat. And I looked at my cousin Mona, I go, how about Joe Koi? Joe and that, Koi. that's yeah, literally yeah. how it happened. Right. Cause and I was, you had to still Americanize that a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I had to make <laughs> like a joke. Joe Koi. I had to put a syllable there. Because <laughs> my aunt, it out my aunt bit. puts it all together. Yeah, yeah, it was one syllable. Yeah, it's like, chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's amazing. Yeah. Yep. Yo, I'm I'm stoked for the uh, the sophomore joint, and you Thank still got you. a third one coming out later down the, third the line. One we shoot at the, the trilogy. Yeah, we're shooting that one in the Philippines. Oh my gosh, yeah. that's gonna be stupid. Yeah, that's man. gonna be so tight. We're shooting that uh, probably July. We're going to the Philippines to oh, shoot it. I'm so excited. I, I'm just excited that I get to go to the the last time I went to the Philippines. I went there last year. Man, it was like the it was some rock and roll shit, bro. Yeah. The whole island came, all islands, and and like police escort through shit. Like I couldn't believe it, man. Right, I'm right. like, is this really happening? That's so sick. It was so the way, they embraced, yeah. the way they embraced me, like all the the celebrities that came out to the show. I was just like, wow, this is love, man. But I didn't understand how how dope, like that the the routine. Like I didn't understand what it meant to them. I right. understand. I was talking about my mom, and I was giving. Like I wanted people to understand that. You know, I wanted to do a Filipino joke without doing comparisons. Like, I didn't want right. to go up on stage and be like, Filipinos do this and, and white people do it like this. Right, right, I didn't right, want right. to do that. I wanted to tell my story and have you relate to it. You know what I mean? I want you to be like, yo, my mom does that too. It's just my mom's Filipino. You know and, what I mean? And it's the Fili- you're like you're like the you're in the you're on the Filipino Mount Rushmore, bro. <laughs> you know who the fuck is on that shit? It's like Pacquiao, you Apple from fucking Black Eyed Peas. Yeah, he's been he's been doing Filipino night at the Clippers games for at least uh, twenty bro, years, bro. I love <laughs> just, that dude, man. He's, he's the OG. I love Apple, bro. He's the OG. Every Filipino event, Always. you know, he's there. I love him. He's, he's the just first. like roll out the red carpet. I'm pulling up. I That's- am pulling. up. Up. I love that dude. <laughs> I was smoking with him in his car, and we were driving to his house. Should I say this story or no? No, I'm curious. Okay, <laughs> I'm curious. I'm, I'm so we're in his car. Yeah. We're in his car. Did I tell you this story yet? No. Okay. So we're in his car. Big shout out to Apple, man. I love this guy. Man, I love the peas, by the way. Yeah, o- OG LA, yeah, bro. For sure. Ahead of their time. You talk about hip hop. Black Eyed Peas is hip hop. I don't give a shit, man. You do the four elements of hip hop. It's 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 b boying. It's DJing. It's graffiti, and it's MC. Yeah, and they've and, been spinned before all the pop records. I mean, bridging the gap behind the front, like you know, bro, way back in the day. Just bro, they were. House dancers, Sick they were house ass. party exactly, dancers. Yeah. They're notorious, bro. Like right. if they didn't blow up, LA knew who the Black Eyed Peas exactly, were, bro. Exactly. They were at every fucking house. Right. Let them know. And um, and I'm telling you, man, when when Apple, by the way, you know I'm Taboo's uh, son's godfather. Oh, yeah. What? Come on, oh, man. Shit, I'm a okay. for life. Should have known all the Filipinos somehow <laughs> or all related. Are you related to Dante Bosco somehow? Don't even. <laughs> yeah, fu- yeah, yeah. That, that family. Everyone is related. It's like. Yeah, sure you are, yeah. but like I just hear it all the time. The Bosco like, brothers, the Bosco man. brothers, they were the OGs first to too. do it. OGs. They were the first to do it. OG as fuck. So, uh, so Apple, Apple, that's my dude right there. So we're in the car, right? And uh, and Apple's like, he just like it's just so crazy, man. Like it made me cry when he did it because this is like years ago. This is like seven years ago, and uh, and he goes, "Hey, man, I just want." <laughs> This is so weird that I'm saying it because we're in front of his house and, and he's sitting in the front seat. And I'm in the back and he's got, you know, he's got a guy that yeah, drives yeah. him. Right. And then uh, and he goes, hey, man, I just want you to know. Uh, thank you for what you do for the Filipinos. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Man? <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. That's do you not hear that song? Is I got a feeling <laughs> Oprah just played it, motherfucker. What are you talking about? That's like, because it came during that time. Yeah, it was yeah. During, like, you know what I mean? Like monkey business and all that. Yeah. Shit, right. So I'm. I, I'm like tripping because I think we just came from Kimmel. Like, was, yeah, he was, they did Kimmel, right? The, so we we were in his car and we're driving back, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I'm like, right. what are you talking about? And he was like, no, 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 man. Like, what I'm saying is like, what I do, you know, like like they embrace me because I'm Filipino. But what you're doing is you're letting everyone know talk what about Filipinos being do Filipino, and being yeah. Filipino, yeah, yeah, that's true. I, and giving us a voice, I and, feel that. and letting people hear our voice right and he goes and when i thank you for that i was like oh man then i started crying in the car so yeah i just thought i'd tell you that story no no <laughs> i mean that's the best shit that's when you let uh, the rest of the world know that like yo we are like similar to you through our experiences yeah. you know what i mean yeah. like we're the same everybody is the same exactly. but we have because all those experiences uh, experiences they're all like cultural to us but in the end, it's all pretty similar to every culture. Exactly. You know what I mean? And we're all relatable. Exactly. We are. Korean yeah. mom, you're a stern Korean mom. You don't think there's a stern white exactly. mom? Exactly. You don't exactly. think there's a stern black mom? Right. There's clearly stern black clearly. mom. Clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> that is, yo. You know what I mean? 
It's all relatable, man. That's what's We're up. all the same fucking people, bro. Joe, thank you for pulling up. I love you, bro. I, I, I got to say, I, I'm really mad proud. I mean, just all the stories from... I've seen you from back in the day to us. Like, you're already killing it. Now, it's just like... I'm just glad to see you transitioning into whatever... However the world changes for an artist. Thank you know you, what I'm man. saying? I think thank that's the main you. thing. I think, you know, like, you've been killing it since back in the day. But yeah. the fact that, like, Netflix and next shit... That's really what it is. You know, how many artists can say they have a longevity and fucking, you yeah. know, yeah. not not being bitter and just like embracing the shit. Yeah, you know embrace what I mean? it. Yeah, don't don't ever judge it. I don't mean. I mean, I know you're trying to rap, right? You're trying to, <laughs> no, you're trying to, you're trying to rap it out. And did I'm you call sorry. it out? Did you call it out? Right? I just <laughs> called it out, man. I'm sorry. I know you're trying to. You're looking at everyone. I was like, doing the final yeah, gas you up before yeah, I yeah, wrap yeah, it yeah. up. <laughs> no, but I, I my whole thing is. Uh, can I just say one more thing? Yeah, no, it's please, like, please, please. Quit, quit. I was doing it for your time. Yeah, really, yeah, really. yeah. I, I just what I hate is like if you, if you're passionate about something, yeah. like you want to be an MC, you want to be a dancer, you want to be an actor, whatever it is, is if you're passionate about it, then just j your level of success is is that you enjoy doing it, man. Right. And that's your level of success. Just look at the person that's doing something that they hate. Right. We were talking about this like before we started, right? Yeah. yeah. Got to count like, your blessings. Count dude. your blessings, yeah. bro. Like, bro, I remember being a shoe salesman right. at Nordstrom Rack, hating my life, man. I don't ever want to be there again. Right. So me just telling a joke at a comedy club on a weekend, I won. I'm successful. Exactly. It's my dream, and I'm get I'm doing what I want to do, and I'll do that till I die. All this other shit. It's just extras on the video. Right, you know what I mean? right, right. It's that bonus shit that you see, the special mm -hmm. features on the DVD. That's all this is. Yeah. But the movie, I'm living it. You that's know what I mean? Up. So that's all I'm saying, man. Just stay passionate and don't ever judge success by how much money you make. Just, just enjoy the fucking journey of doing what you're doing that you love. Joe right? Koi, we're leaving on that. Yes! Follow your fucking dreams. Yes! And shout out to our sponsors one time. You know, uh, go to audible.com slash FWD, which stands for Fun With Dumb, or text FWD to 500-500 and listen for a change. <laughs> Wait, I should have said that. And, and listen for a change. <laughs> That's how I should have said that. Hilarious. 500-500. <laughs> That's where you should text it to, FWD. And listen for a change. Audible.com. Peace.